0: Well, we're talking about some questions that we would like to know the answers. Questions that the Bible either poses or that we ourselves come to grips with. We talked about what the what is the gospel. It's the good news that Christ died, was buried, and rose again. And today I want us to talk about the question, why did Jesus Christ come to planet Earth? You see, a lot of people say that how you get to heaven is if you're good enough. If you're good outweighs your bad, then you make it to heaven. And if that's true, then Jesus did not need to come to earth. There was absolutely no reason for him to come because it, it was already settled how we were going to come into relationship with Christ. If all we have to do is just be good, then that's all we have. That's, we don't need Jesus. We don't need what he can do for us because salvation – Is primarily just uh, being a good person, just trying to make it on our own. But that's not why he came. The Bible tells us exactly why he came, and I want to read it to you in Luke chapter 19, where Jesus encounters a man, Zacchaeus, who is a tax collector. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through, a man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see Jesus, who he was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead, climbed a sycamore, a fig tree, to see him, and since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down, immediately I must stay at your home today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, "'He has gone to be the guest of a sinner.' But Zacchaeus stood up and said to to the Lord, "'Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor, and if I've cheated anybody out of anything, I will repay back four times the amount.' Jesus said to him, "'Today salvation has come to this house, because this man, too, is the son of Abraham.' Now here's the sentence that describes why he came. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. That's the mission of Jesus stated in a sentence. He came to seek and to save that which is lost. This is not uh Somebody else's thought this is not something that someone said. This is not an opinion. This is not a part of a theological dissertation. But Jesus said, this is why I came. You want to know why I came? You want to know why I left heaven's glory and all the wonders of heaven at my Father's right hand? You want to know why I came to earth where life's a mess, where people sin, where people hurt you, where people nail you to a cross? You know why I did that? Because I wanted to seek and to save all those who were lost all those who needed forgiveness, all those who needed salvation, all those who needed a personal relationship with me. You see, he did not come primarily to be a great example, but he came primarily to save us from our sins. He didn't come primarily to uplift us, or to preach great truths, or to teach great things, or even to heal. He came to die on the cross for our sins and to rise again. And I remember one of the first sermons I preached as a young preacher, Many years ago, I think it was about 17 or 18 years old, it was entitled Born to Die. And my idea was that Jesus Christ had come into this world to die for us on the cross, to pay the penalty of our sins, and that he had come that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And he wanted us to come into this relationship with him. And that's why he came. He was born to die on the cross. 85 times in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Jesus is described as the Son of Man. That's what he calls himself here. And what is particularly interesting that, uh, that he does that is that 83 of those 85 times, he called himself the Son of Man. Only twice did someone else call him that. And uh, that's, what he, that's how he looked at himself. He, he was identifying with us. He was stepping into our world. He was taking on our skin. He was becoming like us that he might be our savior. He was identifying with the prophecies of Daniel where Daniel said the Messiah would be the son of man who would be crowned head of the imperishable world empire daniel seven thirteen and 14 jesus was fulfilling that prophecy and jesus would one day and will be when he comes again the head of that imperishable world empire i think there was a second reason and that jesus uh called himself the son of man and he was identifying with us And to call him son of Abraham was true, but it was not enough. To call him son of David was certainly true, but that was not enough. To call him son of Mary was absolutely true, but that was not enough. To call him the son of God is wonderful. And that does not fully say it all because he was also son of man. You see, he was God and man. He was God's perfect man, man's perfect God. He was the God-man. He was both. He was fully man and fully God. I don't understand that. I can't imagine how that can be, but that's what he was. The Son of Man, the one who is God and the one who is man, comes to seek and to save that which is lost. What does it mean to be lost? I think that's the question that we must answer. And we can answer that question as we look at the study of how Jesus illustrated it in this passage because he described his mission after he had related to a man named Zacchaeus. You see, it was stated in a sentence that he came to seek and to save the lost, but it was illustrated in a sinner like us how that was true. We know quite a bit about Zacchaeus in this passage in Luke 19. His name means holy, innocent, pure, and he was anything but that, and we can certainly discover that quickly. He was, chief, he was the chief tax collector of the region, and he was rich. The way you get to be a tax collector is you, you buy the office from the Roman government, and then you proceed to give. They give you a certain amount to be collected, and you, anything over that is your profit. So if a man was a, was a tax collector and wanted to make a lot of money, then he certainly squeezed people very hard and and made them pay a lot for their taxes. And that's what Zacchaeus must have done because he didn't just make a good living. He was rich, the Bible says. He was wealthy. And so his character uh, comes into question. He was certainly not an honest, good man. He was a man who had his high position because he had cheated people. But he was also lost, and that illustration is, is, is seen in him because the word lost is a word that Excites pity alarm and grief in us and we think about somebody being lost a dog lost or a child lost it brings great concern to us and uh, People begin to search for the for the child that's lost to try to find them So what does it really mean to be spiritually lost? Well for Zacchaeus Zacchaeus it meant that he didn't know who he was so you see his identity was blurred and that is true of every one of us, for for when we are separated from fellowship and relationship with God, we really con- are confused about ourselves. And and he had achieved all these things, but he, he had not really come into relationship with God, so he didn't know who he was. We're going to pick that up tomorrow, so I hope that you'll come back. Remember, come back for for more study in God's Word by listening, and we'll have a good time. God bless you. Have a great day.